Good evening, Glamazons. Welcome to Ruby's Drag Race. JK, you're listening to Pop of Color Pod with Ruby in India, Hi. a Bravo podcast that covers underrated Bravo shows with inclusive and representative casts. This is a professional era for us. Professional era loading. <laughs> Y'all love how I just served it to you fresh and quick. We're professionals, okay? We are. Are recording earlier in the week because we would like to give you more of us <laughs> aka us alive because <laughs> the fried energy was not giving what it needed to give we're giving you thursday energy thirsty thursdays yes lots of cool thursdays <laughs> listen to pop of color <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast right uh, family friendly do your kids family of one <laughs> how old are your family how old are your kids Old enough to hear. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Hello, we're really out the gate. Right, like, oh, here we are. This. We're here. Hello. <laughs> um, I can just say I have no life updates, which actually is kind of good. Oh, I actually had my first, what I think people call Sunday fun day, in maybe all of 22. 20 yes. As in, I like, love I it. Leisurely woke up went to lunch with a friend and then another friend texted and said, Hey, you want to go sit out at a brewery and drink? And I said, sure. And then I came home and went to sleep. And I think that's what they call Sunday fun day. Mm-hmm. It is what they call Sunday fun day. Very unfamiliar sensation. <laughs> <laughs> like not being panicked every hour of every day with 30 tasks. So, you know, you deserve, choice. you deserve. I know. I, on the other hand, um, was in Virginia for the weekend for unprecedented circumstances. However, I'm back and I still feel unhinged. So, And you brought no less than three Wawa subs in your carry Oh, for sure. I wish I would have brought five. <laughs> what did you order? What's, okay. your, like, what's your Wawa order? Give it to okay. me. Okay. So one of them is a chicken and cheese not as like i don't eat beef like that so chicken and cheese okay. we're gonna double up on the sweet peppers like because you can't find those everywhere at every set place so i put sweet peppers on the sandwich and then i get a side of them as well so i got like a let's curl <laughs> but in a good way i was modest with the chicken and cheese i just got a six inch or whatever the junior cute cute and then i got a turkey 10 inch you know and <laughs> A full Turk. Yeah. And then I got John a roast beef. So that was my order. Aww. But the thing was that I went to my sister's house because she lives near the airport, Norfolk Airport. So I stayed oh. at her house the night before. And on my way to her house, I stopped at Wawa to get, a- <laughs> to get another six inch. So I ate a six inch before I went to sleep. I mean, it be like that sometimes. And then I woke up and went back to Wawa and got three more sandwiches. She's sick, people. She's sick. I love it. <laughs> and I just want another one right now. So, uh, it's so good. People just but, don't get it. So Wawa is not coming to Atlanta, but Whataburger is eight. They're oh. opening eight locations of Whataburger. Eight. Eight. I mean, Atlanta's big. Right. And no, you know, people are very like in and out or Whataburger, like which one people like the best. Mm-hmm. I personally like Whataburger more than In-N-Out, but. I've never had Whataburger. I don't think I can now. Like, I think it would make me sick. But 
Yeah. Um, but I will say like, you know, eight years in California, In-N-Out is fine. Like In-N-Out does not like get me going. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause those fries are not it. I don't care what mm-hmm. anybody says. People are like, it just has to be fresh. I'm like, no, I want those McDonald's pull them out 45 days because it's like it's like, like they're like the fries there. from in and out look like cubes right they're not like shoestring well they have those they don't have the like um slanted cut on yeah the end. they're square cut on the ends which makes them ugly and disgusting and they, they they're just a little thicker and the taste is just a little different so i don't really it's not really my no, thing i mean the double double is delish but again it's not anything where like I need it in my body at all. Like, again, when you're out and it's 2 a.m. and you're like, who are you going home to? It's McDonald's. It's always yeah. McDonald's. Come on. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got your Wawa fix at least because it's only right. Mm. It's kind of like going into the ocean and like running water over your body. It's healing. It's so yeah. good. And I just... There are a f- couple things from the 757, which is the Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Hampton, Hampton Roads, Hampton Roads area, Chickasee. The Tidewater community. Yes. Chickasee. Oh, it's so much better than Chick-fil-A to me. I didn't have time to get that because, you know, it was seven o'clock in the morning when I went to the airport. So. And there's only so many meals that you yeah, can have. You already had seven from Wawa. Look, I was going to stuff everything in that Louis Vuitton Neverfull that I could do. Literally, it's such a fancy bag. And then you just see, like, <laughs> Wawa. Wawa wrappers. And I'm like, damn, Fugetto at its finest. I did not think that that many people were going to look at my story that day. But when I saw That's it, That's what like, it happens when you're like, oh, just my three friends will look at this. You're like, fuck, 180. I'm sure you have a lot more, but for a small following like mine. It'll be like 180 people saw me like cross my eyes in a selfie thinking I'm hilarious. Right. I'm like, how like, many people? One guy, I think. Just like, oh my God, this cute. I'm like, saw, like, it's Wawa over. sandwiches in my bag. Oh, all right. Well. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll put like an unhinged thought of mine and I'm like, yeah, just like the regulars are going to see this. Right. And then it's like, oh, fuck. And then everyone's like, oh my God, you're crazy. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) Thanks for realizing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. So glad uh, we're acquaintances who follow each other on these personal. Right. But here we are. Hi. Hi. Did we already say hi? (laughs) Hello, poppies. Because I'm not allowed to (laughs) follow Poppies. Um... Oh, we should say puppers, like Mr. Puppers. Puppers, um, Mr. From, Mr. Uh, Poppers. No, but oh with a U. Yeah, Mr. Puppers. That dog looks um, unhinged. That dog looks like a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is there like, free me from Ryan. He's just like, <laughs> I don't know, chihuahuas look funny to me. But anyway. <laughs> I'm glad we don't cover Orange County because it's so painful. I haven't even, yeah, it's so it's- painful. The fact that, like, I was able to walk away mid-episode and be like, that's enough. Click. Mm-hmm. That's when you know shit is bad for Bravo. Look, all I'm going to say is, like, Heather is is clearly someone who has not had shit handed, like, who has not had um, someone come at her. Because let someone tell me to shut up. Shut Ooh. up. Yes. And I said shut up. I would have handed her like what she needed back noella was just like shut so up she's so lucky noella is on like bajillions of xanax or something and like just 
not phased because the way I would have reached over, who was in between them, Jen, I would have reached mm-hmm. over her and like backhanded her like Stasi season two of VPR. Hell yeah. I'm like, you want to shut up? Boom. And hit her right in the fillers. I think shut up is just one of the rudest things you can t- say to someone. Shut up. Like, shut up. Yes, I said shut up. And I'm like, okay. Noelle is clearly not, she hasn't embraced her black side as much as she should. And I mean that with the utmost respect. I think she probably knows how that would go in this crowd. So she's like restraining herself because she doesn't want that to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean that with the utmost respect because Because Noelle is beautiful, not denoting her black side. But no, me? We're going full Atlanta, Portia. All right. Raymond Kenya <laughs> type of shit. We're not, no. Heather would, but but she probably knows also Heather's a type to sue. She's a type to. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fragility. Mm-hmm. Because that's the, the other thing, too, is like Gina and Emily seem so, quote, modern. But you know that they probably got some thoughts that aren't right in their head either. And so I could just see them, like, inflaming everything in a way that would be. Mm-hmm. like just so clearly discriminatory and they wouldn't even be able to see why that's wrong and mm-hmm. so and you I, know like, emily knows. For just keeping her cool the whole time and being like even she's so calm and i think that they all think that she's doing that to like stir it up but no she's like literally protecting herself like she's like i'm staying calm because if i don't stay calm that y'all are gonna use that against me and so they're just like so much angrier because she's able to keep it to composed and together and so at first when like there was the whole like Shannon and Noella are buddies this season I was like damn the desperation but now it's like no it makes sense because the other four women are just trying to like isolate them and isolate them so they're just kind of bonded by mm-hmm. everybody else treating them like shit like the way Heather just like gaslit Shannon for the hundredth time and Shannon like came out with examples of like and I love that the editors backed her up and were like here are all the times that Heather was an asshole to Shannon it was like we need the evidence Mm -hmm. like your honor exhibit a through double z of Mm -hmm. time shannon yeah facts reckoning i mean you know it's bad when somebody who works at buzzfeed writes what they think is like an intellectual think piece about like the downfall of heather dubrow it was so dumb but i Mm. absolutely Mm, (laughs) yeah it's wonderful and like i'm still like in my old oc rewatch and i'm on season eight right now and just every time she's on screen, I'm like, ugh, how did we ever, like, be okay with you? Mm-mm. It's just not okay. Looking back, it's just like, this is not okay. And on top of that, it's just like, I hate how Emily and um, Gina are, like, just kissing her ass. You know what I mean? And just very much like, oh, whatever Heather says, whatever, whatever. And it's like, you're choosing the wrong team here. Like, I promise you, you're choosing the wrong team. And the fact that Noella is so calm. Noella is just like, look, I heard. Because she, of course, anyone is going to say, look, when you're fishing for shit, anyone, anyone, I don't care who you are. You could be fishing for shit from your, from your mom, your dad, a friend, your boyfriend, your husband. You're going to say, hey, look, I know that this happened. I know you push someone up against a wall and waiting to see if that person confesses. She didn't confess. And so she said, yeah, I heard that that's what happened. Someone came to me and Emily and said that this is what happens. And Emily's like, no, no, this is is where I draw. I'm like, Emily, yeah, you did. I can tell all over your face that you heard the same shit that Noella heard. Oh, yeah. 
it's like Emily's not good at like Emily has no poker face that's why no. she's in like copyright law and not like trial law yeah <laughs> I know that's not the type of law but y'all know what I'm saying like she's not in the criminal courts because if her defendant was guilty she'd be like fuck I don't know how to protect fuck her. I don't know how to lie um no for for sure and it's like you're just making your you you guys are showing you're more guilty noella is so calm and she's just matter of fact like this happened Mm -hmm. like i saw you like push the cameraman and go upstairs and if you think about it like it we clearly missed something between point a and point b like point a was Heather being like, no, this is over. And then point B is y'all are downstairs talking to Nicole about like, basically like Uh, you lied. This like clearly, clearly something happened between that point for you guys to even want to film again. And so what was that? It was because like, remember how in that clip of Terry being like, Nicole Weiss you sued me. It's like a re-record, mm-hmm. you know, when they do that thing, like the ADR or whatever afterward, where like, if something didn't get picked up with sound, they make the castmates record yep. it. It was like, he probably didn't even say that to her. Like they had him record that to like connect the dots. Like mm-hmm. you said, point B, but yeah, it's just a, a failure of a show. My dark self, I think I've said this already a million times, but the darkest part of me wants a new season casted around Bronwyn and Noella because they would just be like, tragic (laughs) worst frenemies ever because they hate each other and i want that tea yeah like i want the toxicity on both ends so they'd be so in and because they would be so fake nice to each other at first you know like they'd be like hi and like hugging and like trying Mm -hmm. to make it up make up and then like the truth would come out it would be so trashy i would love it give it to me bravo it would be like gretchen and tamra season four all over again for sure the glory days so okay enough of that any updates um i don't think so i have real house of dubai supposed to premiere june 1st which is exciting caroline stanbury come back in my life yes i cannot wait they all look so stunning all of the women i read up on all of them they all are just so beautiful and i cannot wait and they're all from like very different cultures right Mm -hmm. like because i mean a couple from dubai like from um the aue and then or the uae well that's what i was gonna ask i was like i don't know what that nationality is like said we have and then a couple are like i think one girl is afro latina and then oh all right one is african okay let me not like say what but i just know that there are multiple cultures like only like a couple of um caucasians so that's like different right now india we guys we will read up on it before we do yeah. and figure out everyone's proper nationalities um i did not write them down but, but i did read <laughs> hopefully it's good i feel like season first seasons are usually really good because like people either don't know what they're doing or they're just like really desperate for camera yeah. time so i think we'll see enough tomfoolery for sure um season one bethany commented on her podcast i think about roni legacy Oh, and if she would ever return and she said she would only return if it was the original five meaning if it was ramona um jill uh luann and luann uh her i said that so that um because alex will never come back she was alex yeah 
That's why she said that probably. Because but I'm like, mm, does that have to be the original five? Could we do you three plus Dorinda and Sonia? Like, I don't think they're, they, it could be successful without Dorinda and Sonia. Well, I think what she likes, I think it's kind of like, remember, have you been seeing like on, um, like when you watch VH1 or like Viacom programs, how Paramount Plus has been doing the real world reunions where like they take the mm-hmm. whole original cast of a real world season and they have them like coexist again. So I think I get her point where it's like, we want the ones who quite literally started it. Yeah. And so I kind of get that in that sense. It's like, she wants it to be like what it really was originally. Um, and it's more about like the true nostalgia factor versus like, the drama factor if that makes sense because those those five will still start drama on their own like that season one is on my itunes forever so yeah i just don't think alex is that interesting as far as like i mean she's unhinged but dorinda is so much more interesting and just like gives us so much more than like (laughs) yeah no she's better tv but i can see her point as to why she wants the original five because like it's kind of like atlanta or oc like you know, they all started something together. Yeah, true. More of like a loyalty thing, I think. True. Um, We'll see if it happens. I'm like, we'll see. I don't know if there's two shows, I feel like I'm going to pick one and watch one. I don't think I can do like 10 different women of New York. Unless they did them on different times. Yeah, I think they have to do them on different times. Like one during the winter, one during the summer or spring. Yeah, and I don't want them to make. Someone was like, "Do a crossover." So I'm like, "No, no, don't crossover." We want two different worlds. I don't want to hear about Ramona in the new one, or I don't want to hear about Julia Fox in the legacy if Julia Fox ends up. Also, I don't want Julia Fox on. Like, if that's what Roni becomes, like, guess I'm on the legacy. I've got gems. I've got gems. I just no interest ever, 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 ever. I'm not making fun of her, but it, that just rings in my head. I've got jams. India's hero. Jams. <laughs> um, We're Housewives of Miami started started season oh, yeah. five, filming season five. Oh, and they're, well, they're season four, which we covered on all of our episodes since December, if you want to listen back, is airing on Bravo now. So if you're behind, get on that train. Yeah, start in December. I will go back and label the episodes. Um, that's one of my tasks for the week. So you'll be able to see what we, like what is covered per um, episode and go back and watch or listen. Um, or watch last, with your peers. Last piece of note I have is because it happened near me is that Amrit and Nicholas got married from Family Karma. Oh, Yeah. yeah. They got married at the Avalon Hotel in Alvaretta, Georgia. So that's like, I don't know, 40 minutes from me, 30 minutes from me. Um, Why do we think they got married? I guess maybe maybe Nicholas's family's from Georgia. I thought they were from like Mississippi or something. Same. I'm like, why did they get married in Georgia? But I figured maybe we'll find out. Because you already know when Family Karma comes back, we'll be chatting about it. Exactly. So I figured like, oh, maybe Nicholas's family is from Alvaretta or something. But because I thought that was so random. Yeah, it's not really like the destination wedding we all dream of. <laughs> now, Ava- the Avalon is beautiful. It's very like luxury, high, high end. Um, but <laughs> so I mean, random. and sometimes people do it just for that, too. You yeah. know, like just say, like, here's my fancy wedding. 
And maybe yeah. it was like cheaper or something. I don't know. But I'm like, exactly. all right, whatever. Maybe whatever the hotel reached out for them. <laughs> yeah, whatever y'all choose. You know, I'm happy. The dog looked so cute. He was just like in the middle and just like being I was just like, oh my god! Just, you already know, like, if I get married, Hershey's gonna be there. Oh, for sure, Hershey's gonna be the star of the show. He will be like the ring bearer. He and will. Like, Hershey. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. Um, Hershey went to the Vatican today, by the way. My dog. Look, she's a star. And had it to herself because my dad walks her so early in the morning that like he'll take pictures of her in places. And so she's like straight up in front of the Vatican and it's empty. She's like, hi, I'm here. I'm important. One of my friends wrote St. Hershey. Hershey's <laughs> 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 sainthood. Oh, Sorry, back to my personal life. <laughs> no, I love it. But yeah, so those well, are the highlights that I have the news. Loves that. And then we are keeping it light and tight this week as per usual. Um, we we're going to talk about, <laughs> <Sims>. like <laughs> we're going to talk about a little below deck sailing yacht. Is it about Tom? Please don't be about Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, our favorite, I, we've said it 80 times the word unhinged, but our favorite unhinged programming called AKA yes, house of the red wine glass. Yes. 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 Game of wine. <laughs> <laughs> So, did you have a preference of what you liked better this week? Um, both of them are kind of like filler-ish. Well, no, 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 no. I will say Summer House is more filler-ish, but I enjoyed it more than Below Deck. Yeah, like, um, they did the thing where, um, every once in a while on Summer House, they'll, like, actually focus in on their lives during the week. And sometimes it can be kind of blah, but I thought there were like a lot of really good moments that will hit on it. And then Below Deck was just like, wasn't super exciting. Cause like, I never find the episodes that are charter heavy fun. I want to see the like in between when they go out and get hammered and make bad decisions. Same. So it's always like a little without on those weeks, but we'll start with some sailing yacht. We get our new little charter guests on board and his name was Jim is all I remember and it was like three couples and Jim was a lot mm-hmm. like Jim had a lot to say and a lot of like those weird jokes where it's like he's not inappropriate enough where you have to be like stop sir but like he's inappropriate enough where you're like all right like would you like another mimosa please get away from me like please, please shut the fuck up <laughs> and then Tom like starts this episode and he's like oh I'm so stressed like Glenn is not happy with me blah 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 and then what do we see for 20 minutes? Tom's sitting around in front of his boss. And talking and about fucking um, Ashley and all types of shit. I'm like, oh my God. <sighs> I just. He doesn't want to keep his job. I, I just could not like, it was like at least three times where he was mm-hmm. sitting and Tom, uh, not Tom, Glenn found him. And I was just like, bruh, do you want to keep this job or not? What are nope. you doing? I think it's like he also has that misleading where like he sees the older like the up higher ups you know talking like Daisy and Colin are catching up but Daisy and Colin have like already done what they need to do are probably already addressing the next thing and then like they have a break to talk like you haven't even wiped the fucking whatever that was that Glenn pointed out was like spot 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 and you're already in the hot water like it's not like you haven't been in trouble before so Mm-mm. you need to be on your a game 
And Glenn is not even a hard person to please. I feel like he's, like, so laid back, so chill, just tries to, like, let everyone work it out. And the fact that you've gotten on his bad side is, like, okay. Like, and you're not even trying. Yeah, it was, it was really confusing Mm -hmm. where it's like oh i'm stressed about like doing well i would literally be like okay i've done this what can i do next okay i've done this what can i do next like just be on my and like not sitting for a second to show that i'm trustworthy but he went and fucked it up because he's 23 years old and a mess um i do think like glenn got a little urgent with the like getting rid of him because i get that like they said they couldn't trust him but like they already had kelsey on nights and so I'm like, why wouldn't you just let him stay through the end of the charter so that mm-hmm. you have enough staff? Yeah. Like just sending him off ASAP. I get, and probably though it was also too like Glenn was probably pissed, right? Because like you said, he's so easygoing that he's like, okay, you can't even do this. Then like get off my boat if you're like not even helping. But at the same time, I was like, oh no. And even it's embarrassing I- because the charter guests clearly. Oh my God. Long, they're all like, <laughs> bon voyage. I'm the same. So sad. <laughs> And Tom tried to cast off. He's like, I just got some stuff going on at home. And it's like, no, you were just fired. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, awkward. Let's not tell a lie, sir. Let's not tell a lie. Uh, I'm so happy, like, we got to highlight Kelsey, though, and be like, look at somebody who's competent. Like, you know, she checked in when she was, like, a little nervous about stuff at night because mm-hmm. it was like, hey, if it goes out of here, go check. And it's like, it's not a test. It's like, literally, like, That's your instruction. And she's yep. like, here, go here. And then I thought it was hilarious that I think she was like waking up when Tom was leaving and she's like, Oh, hi Tom. <laughs> like didn't even notice. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> and then I was like stressed on like as the episode was ending with like Gary trying to take a nap in the middle of the day when he's a person down. I was legitimately like, this is not the time to take a nap, like in your room. Like, and I get everyone needs like a couple minutes to just like take a breather. Like, I get it. And maybe we caught him on a breather. But dude, like your person. It was just the wrong moment. Wrong moment. Yeah. In the daytime, like, again, with the kind of job they have, where like they're in charge of like entertaining the guests in the daytime because it's all about the toys or the beach picnic or whatever, like sorry like instead of helping with the dishes that's when you take your break it's like hey we're short staff so like i just mm-hmm. need to for a couple of minutes or i need to go down early or something um not in the middle of the day and like you're the team leader yeah. like that's the, also the frustrating thing is like we've all like many of us and it wasn't a break in there where we have to like suck it up and like even if you're the mm-hmm. last one to bed you're still the first one awake because you're in charge like exactly and I'm that sure was- your pay is differently, like different than oh, yeah. as a bosun or whatever than it yeah. is for everyone else. So deal. Yeah, that was just like such a little mistake. So another storyline we have is like the continuous Ashley Gabby rivalry. Ashley is PB and Jelly of <laughs> Gary and Gabby having a little flingtasticness. Cause she's like always doing the weird, like asking questions and joking around. And she's and, like, like, I'll get him. I'm gonna fuck him. I'm gonna do it. And it's like, <laughs> what type of accomplishment is this? Like, bro, yeah, like, it's just like, uh, what is the goal? I love, I love Gabby though. Cause she like told Garrett at some point, she's like, we're all way out of your league. I was like, yes, icon status. Like let him know. But it's like, mm, not it's kind of like, 
Yeah. It's kind of like what we talked about before. It's like, it, it's very clearly an age thing. Like Gabby's 33, Ashley's 23 and it shows like the approaches are just so different, but it's just like, um, but like Ashley just keeps saying weird things like, yeah, y'all should just fucking be over it. And I was like, no, not everyone needs to fuck everyone. No. Like, like you just said in it, like that's not an accomplishment per se. I will fuck him like whatever I will win this and it's like okay just it's so cringe also wild when Gary was like Daisy's gonna get it and I was like I know I was like (laughs) I'm beyond with them I'm stressed but like in a good way (laughs) like it's like Bridgerton I'm like what is it gonna happen are we gonna see it (laughs) like and I'm like is he only saying that because Gabby is giving him like the cold shoulder so it's like because mm, they only mentioned him and Colin yeah, only talked I think, about like, no the way everyone else is talking about Daisy and Gary and the way they're talking about each other I think they like each other for real for real am I crazy no you're not crazy I just also <laughs> feel like Gabby and Gary like each other but Gary is like Gabby's playing hard to get so yeah no I'm yeah I'm not excluding that I think that that one's just like more flirtatious and like you know when yeah someone's around you know a body is a body (laughs) true like she's gorgeous and like amazing that's not the thing but like it's just like oh i have this other feeling that's kind of weird you know for daisy but it's like oh this really attractive fun person's in front of me too so like why am i gonna and i think it's also like "Mm, if i hook up with daisy how is this gonna affect both of our roles in the future like what if we both decide like "Mm -hmm, this isn't it or if i fuck up and we both want to stay on the show for multiple seasons. Like, how is this going to yeah. work? It's like very Ben and Kate. Like, remember, oh, wait, you never watched Virgin Below Deck, so you're ruining But I know who Ben and- is, and I know who Kate is. And <laughs> Well, so they were like, they were Chef and Chief Stew um, together starting season two, and they like fought a bunch. But then off season, they started to hook up. And then season three, they were just kind of like flirty and weird. Um, and then I think season. Oh, no, he joined at the end of season three because there was a different chef who got fired. So they had, like, more flirtations. And then season four, she, like, dated a woman for a little while and he was, like, pissed about it. And so he dated, like, a stew that was, like, 15 years younger than him. And then they got into a fight at the end. So they had, like, a very, like, tumultuous situation. Situation. So, (laughs) I don't know. Team Dairy forever. (laughs) Still not over it. Mm, I think Daisy deserves better than Gary. I agree. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> Maybe she's a scrapper. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Gary so is an interesting person. Um, and then the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the the guests were kind of fun. Like, I liked, I liked that the, even though the jokes are a little mm, for me, like, we know that I'm a raunchy person with my friends, but like, in public I don't like all that so I'm just like mm. I just felt like they were trying too hard like I felt like they were yeah. like trying to be funny that they were trying to like be what what Bravo yeah, wanted them to be versus like being themselves it just yeah. seemed like a show yeah I will say though I really liked that all the husbands were really nice to their wives because there's yeah. usually always like a misogynistic pig who's like yeah, and that's why I bought her tits for her, something like crazy. And so I just love that they're like, you ladies look beautiful. We're so lucky to be with, you know, they were just saying like normal, polite things. And I was yeah. like, oh. And then I'm like, oh, society where this is like just so alarming. Right, but this is, nice like, this, is the, this is the um, bar, okay? 
that you're yeah. being nice to your wife. <laughs> God. And then um, they were like sitting at dinner and one of the couples was like, guess how, you know, Cindy and Lewis met or whatever their names were. And like, they met at Hooters and like, no, be serious. And I was like, what's wrong with meeting at Hooters? Right. Like, we all love chicken. <laughs> Explain. Right. And a bar is a bar. Okay. That's true. A bar is a bar. We grew up going to bars that were delis. So it's not like we were like at Tao every night. Yeah. I met John at a bar. I know. That's life. I've met a lot of people that I've never spoken to again at a bar. Okay. Not that I've never spoken to again. (laughs) Oh my, the worst was like one Halloween. Somebody came up to me and he was just like chatting me. I'm like, oh, he seems nice enough. So I was like, yeah, you can sit and talk. And he was talking about how he moved to california from alaska for a girlfriend and i was like oh that's really sweet and i'm like are you still together he's like no we had broken up before i just came here after her and i was like well i hope you have an amazing halloween best wishes that sounds (laughs) like a movie he literally got thrown out of the bar at the end of the night and i was like wow psychos (laughs) love me (laughs) it's all i can think i'm like i'm so lucky Uh, what a psycho she's so lucky (laughs) god but yeah, they were the guests that were very sweet for the most part. I could not with that one gentleman with the Spaniard. You know, again, people, we need to talk about the difference between cultural appreciation and a cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation, just like embarrassing and tacky. And that's what that was, whatever yeah. his little uniform was. It's like when people go beyond on like Cinco de Mayo and stuff, and it's like, we didn't need to do all of that. Like you could dress festive or bright colors or whatever, but we don't need to be like, yeah, da, 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 and like wearing sombreros and stuff. No, no, we, just we don't. don't have to do it. Um, also, at one point, the primary tickled Daisy. Like he came behind her and tickled her. I saw. Her. <laughs> I've never been. The moment where she was like, I thought I was a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrifying. And then- also, Daisy putting. Oh, no, no, no. I'm confusing shows. I'm thinking of Below Deck Under. Um, what's what it called? What did they do on Below Deck Under? When Aisha um, switched them out so that, like, the girl Magda could get experience. I'm confusing oh, yeah. that with Below Deck Sailing. Oh, yeah. <sighs> um, They did the, this one, they did the talent show, which, like, again, India never watching OG Below Deck, so I got to explain everything. Um, like season three, there was a cute idea that one of the guests had where they had a diving competition. And what people did was like they, the crew dressed up in different costumes. So they had different personas and then they did dives off of the boat and that was what was scored. So the talent show felt like a rip off of that. Um, and it was like annoying because it's like, we're not talented. Like we're, we're servants. That's what we are. But I love that Gabby was like a professional salsa samba dancer. Same. I think she got for Latina. So, you know. Yeah, I think so too. Cause I was like, mm. like she was, and even the like the past videos of her, she's like, yeah, I was elected to be like this. And, the, and like, she did stuff with like celebrities. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, girl. Yeah. I'm like, girl, stand back here. You'll be out here. Right. Sorry, margaritas <laughs> to assailants. Jesus. Um, but the little talent show was cute. I love how Colin was like, everyone has 20 seconds and then it's over. <laughs> I was like, that was, and then his little hosting with his little sass. I was like, am I watching Drag Race? Like, what is with this attitude, Colin? Like, come on, Colinita. And then, uh, what was it? The girls did the salsa. 
Um, and then when the white men got up to salsa dance with them, I said, uh-uh, this is a crew talent show, not a guest talent yeah, list nope. show. Please sit down, sirs. And then um, I loved Marcos spinning the plate and then he kind of like danced with it. I was like, all right, Marcos, give us some hips. Let's go, let's go. I saw that, I was like, yes, Marco. <laughs> and I was like, should I check on India? <laughs> Make sure she's okay. <laughs> like, look at Marcos just spinning those pizza trays. Oh, he was. Oh. He was like, doo, 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 doo. and you know, pizza's my favorite pizza. food, so it just was exciting me. <laughs> okay, 90s kid. <laughs> <laughs> I love pizza. <laughs> I love pi- pizza. P-I-Z-Z-A. For American nationally. <laughs> and they yeah. put all those weird toppings on the pizzas. One of my coworkers who's like nine years younger than us, every time I mention the Olsen twins, she's like, I get it. You love them. And I was like, I'm going to hurt you. Don't <laughs> you dare cut me off when I'm discussing my two best friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And with one of my coworkers, who's like one of my closer friends at work, that's our contact picture. Like when she calls me, it's a picture of like Mary Kate and Ashley at a basketball, like at a Knicks game with sunglasses on and like black moo's and iced coffee. <laughs> and I accidentally shared the contact with like a new employee once. And he was like, what is this? And I was like, oops, I didn't know the picture carries. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, ignore it, ignore it. Erase it from your memory. That's like me sharing John's number and it says Johnny June. And people are like, oh. Johnny June. I'm like, yeah, that's my nickname for him. <laughs> I can't. Because June means like my dear in Persian. Yeah. And so I'm like, Johnny June. <laughs> I'm like clinical with contacts on my phone. It's like first, last name, even my family members. And then anybody with work has like, the workplace in parentheses I'm typically i am and john's like what is going on in your phone right now why is why is everyone but your mom and your dad and your grandparents and me labeled with their first and last name why do your sisters have first and i'm like because it's i don't know what you want me to also do. it's better because you don't want someone to like kidnap you or like steal your phone and ask for money and they know who to ask exactly so it should be first last names okay if you have a favorite solicitor <laughs> so you know just facts on facts um i also put like workplaces in the parentheses so that i have jerk friends and i think we've matured for the most part but you never know if somebody grabs your phone and wants to send a text on your behalf i'm like right <laughs> nobody from the workplace please <laughs> like at my military job i even had their rankings on there so someone knew like don't be doing that nope. captain is not a figure of speech <laughs> it is their title but speaking of captains glenn had that dirty joke and i was like i'm comfortable like the one about the wife and like yeah, stroking off. I was like, off. Oh I was like oh, Glennifer. <laughs> and then in confession, he was like, I don't have a wife. Do you know? I, I Oh, you know what? Because I was concerned when he first said my wife. I was like, oh, no, Do you Daddy. know that he likes, he said on, I think it was Watch, What's Happen, Watch What Happens Live. He said that his Bravo crush is Ebony. Ebony <laughs> And then Ebony was like, I'd go on a date with Glenn. I was like, can I we ship him? Can I did ship that. him. This would be Ebony amazing. Ebony could not survive on a boat, though. She t- she needs too much. Yeah. <laughs> they they would just have like a nice little three day affair and then call it quits. Probably. That's hilarious. <laughs> but you no, know, when he first said my wife, I was like, oh, not a wife. And then when he's like, I don't have a wife, I was like, oh, thank you. I'm so glad you reached out to me. <laughs> I wanted to know I was your one and only Glenn. <laughs> 
And then at the end, we have Gary doing his little strip tease. Alarming, alarming, alarming. Not in a good way. No. Not in a Bridgerton way. In a alarming, the way like there was a tornado alarm at my workplace last week. Mm -hmm. And then the primary undressed with him. And that's when I ducked and covered. I was like, oh, no. NSFW. NSF life. Can't do this. It was too much. Um... I don't remember the preview, but I feel like it'll be a, a nice. We'll we'll find out who shows up for the Tom replacement. Hopefully, somebody hot because Me we too. love hot. Even people. though Ashley's like, I hope it's someone that you guys want to fuck, so I can have Glenn or can have um, <laughs> Gary. Gary to myself. I'm like, ew, that's not an accomplishment, girl. Like, can we? Yeah, I set the bar higher. Something because she was talking about like her childhood and stuff, and so like she clearly just has some kind of like traumatizing experiences where like this is how she's acting out let's just set the bar higher that's all i'm asking like can we just i guess you can't meanwhile look at me just like setting the bar yeah yeah speaking of setting the bar india is like walking me into her fridge like it's an episode of mtv cribs like setting up some kind of food situation probably for johnny june i have no idea but she literally walked her whole setup to the fridge and the fridge is just open. No, I need a piece of um, turkey for myself. Love that turk. I'm so hungry. Like, I'm starving. Me too. I'm sorry. I'm sitting here being unprofessional. And yeah, I'm well, I was going to make my bowl of cereal before we started, but I didn't want to be like, crunch, crunch, slurp, slurp. I was like, let me just choose I like... like monster let me just choose a food item that doesn't make that much noise and that is a slice of turkey okay Um, i might need to start reincorporating sliced meats in my diet i just bought this yesterday so this isn't like something new (laughs) i mean this is something new this isn't something that i do on the regular but i was starving so anyway let's talk about summer house the aftermath of the red which was so anticlimactic it was, it was just weird. Like, there's something weird about this cast. So, like, to just do a little history bit, like, I tried watching Summer House from the jump, but those first two seasons were so painful, and I could not get into it for whatever reason. And then season three, I think I was like, okay, I'll just try again for the millionth time. And it only worked out because they started out with that petty drama of, like, nobody wanted to follow Amanda on Instagram or something and they just kept cropping her out of pictures and so then the show became for me like oh this is a show I'll watch for fun because like who do I hate the least every week so it wasn't that I really liked anybody it was just that it was kind of like a fun show to make fun of and then over time I actually started to like the characters but I think this fight was very like exemplary of my issue with the show early on in that they don't really like there's no emotional intelligence in this group like they're very not good aesthetic and I don't know if it's like I don't want to say it's a white thing but I think it's like a like when you're in a certain group of people like I feel like it's like kind of like a white New York thing in a way do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. because how do you like to be people who can just share these random houses with each other when they don't even know each other from the jump, like before the show, because this is a concept of something people do. And like just trusting your space and your property around strangers all the time, you already kind of have to be a little bit of a odd cyborg kind of person. So I think with the fight, it was just really weird. Like 
Danielle pulled Dan- I mean, Lindsay pulled Danielle aside because that's her friend, but she didn't really have anything fruitful to say or check in on. Mm-hmm. And then all the other people were just like, oh, my clothes have wine on them. Just and then, clean the floor. And then Maya like checked in on Sierra, which was good. But even Maya's like feedback was very broad and kind of like, you know, we're better than this. And it's like, they didn't really do, like, honestly, they didn't do that much wrong. Like, Mm-mm. was it violent? Yes. Um, but like, I don't know. It was just more like, hey, what got you to this place? Like, nobody did that conversation to both of them. Like, hey, what, you know, like, Danielle, what made you so heated? And I think it's because, one, Lindsay probably knows she's guilty because the fight was for her and Danielle stepped in. So she didn't Mm -hmm. even say, like, hey, thanks for stepping up for me and having my, like, none of that. She just kept saying, like, it's not my fault. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. Um, I think, like, Danielle and Sierra both handled themselves really well individually. And I think they did with each other, too. Like, I really liked the comp. So I'm kind of confused, and I'm sure we'll find out in the reunion, like, where that disconnect went for Sierra and Danielle, because, which I know is also, like, they're acting as extensions of Lindsay and Paige instead of, like, deciding lives for themselves, which is, like, sucky to be the people of color and like you have this like shared experience and you tend to like each other but you're so loyal to these other friends of yours that right <clears throat> that, that you're choosing instead and i kind of thought like for me it was kind of like are they not being as hard on sierra as they would be on someone else because she's black and they don't want to make it a bigger issue and Maybe. be known you know what i mean because it's like and yeah, get like they don't want to be like for making it a bigger issue and then seem racist or something right when it's like it's already been brought up earlier in the season right yeah right when it's like in general with anyone this wouldn't be okay throwing i feel like throwing a glass of wine or like throwing wine on someone is one thing but you literally shattered and tried to throw it in her face and it hit her chest what if that hit her face and it got her eye and like she was blind well they said there was glass everywhere yeah, like that's not okay. And all over the floor. And then the yeah, it was very interesting. Like, like, the, and they were all kind of in shock. I think for a second because, mm-hmm. like, like a lot of them really weren't talking. They were just like sitting around. Like, because I think some like accounts we follow were like, oh, nobody checked in on Danielle. Everyone was consoling Sierra, and I don't think it's quite like that per se. I think none of these people had to handle it because they probably just aren't around. The type of behavior. Like that escalates that much and again they don't really they don't really have a lot of deep empathy like i don't i just don't sense emotional depth with most of this cast yeah so it's just like kind of weird because like again you know the andrea and the luke of it all like they had stepped away but like andrea the way he was discussing relationships and stuff i felt like he kind of has like a different view on things and even luke when he brought a couple weeks ago to sierra's attention like hey you got really mad at me about something when i was like actually quite interested in you and then you're kind of doing the same thing this season. So it's just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a couple people. And I think even Kyle a little bit, but, um, and I think Danielle, but I think the others are just kind of like shells. Treading lightly, for sure. And so I think that like, and, and to me it was just like, Sierra's apologies just didn't seem genuine. It's like, sorry, Carl, that I got wine on you. Sorry, Kyle, that I got wine on you. Sorry, Amanda, that I got wine. Yeah, it, it was so weird. Like, it wasn't like a conversation of like, look, I hit my breaking point and that's not an excuse. And so I am sorry that I impacted everyone in this way. Like it was, it just didn't seem genuine to me. It was just like, sorry, like a little kid, like, hmm, sorry. She, she seems to have, I think, issues with 
um, like confronting feelings or expressing things yeah um, that are uncomfortable for her because there was something else where like she had the same reaction and like really wasn't like putting forth and like she just doesn't engage like if it's something she's not interested in she just doesn't give it anything yeah I mean even something as simple as like they've made it like a point this whole season to point out that she never helps with like any cleanup or setup or anything that which would piss me off like I would be in the house like you never do anything yeah and they said okay they ran that up Hannah's asshole last season when it Mm -hmm. was the trash and all that stuff so but I feel like they give Sierra grace and I mean that sucks on one end because it's like I don't want personally as a person of color and I don't know how you feel Ruby but I don't want to be treated differently because I'm a person of color I want to just be treated equally like I just want you to see me as a person and so if I'm wrong I'm wrong but if I'm right I'm right but don't treat me differently and walk on eggshells just because I'm black and I feel like that's a problem with a lot of Bravo shows it's like I don't know how to address this because I don't want to be the bad guy I don't want to get all this backlash yeah I think there's like a difference like we want people to recognize like the beauty in our differences and sometimes realize like a struggle that Mm -hmm. that you may not have had but that doesn't mean that like anybody gets a free pass but yeah it's really hard I think especially after watching a lot of these last two seasons of different shows where anytime like a white person has come for a person of color, they're just automatically labeled a racist or yeah. this or that or the other or ignorant. Cause it's like, um, I don't think like we're talking about OC. I don't think it's right that Heather told Noella to shut up, but everybody was like, she's racist. Cause she told the black person to shut up. And I was like, I don't think that's, that has nothing to do with the I race. personally don't think that's what it was. I think, I think Heather's just rude. Heather would have done that to anybody. Yeah. Like I think Heather is very different from who she was 10 years ago. Like she's just let a lot out. Yeah. She's a lot more comfortable just like being like that instead of playing nice for the camera. But guess what? Heather wouldn't Heather wouldn't have told um if Noella had Kelly Dodd energy, she wouldn't have told her to shut up. Because yeah. she knows that Kelly would have been like, bitch, yada 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 yada. But oh, because yeah. Noella is like, You told me to shut up? Hmm, okay. But but she didn't say shut up because you know Noella's <clears throat> She's black. black she feels right. better than that. So yeah, so I think um I think that's what people might be afraid of, especially like this cast that's like very young. They're very influency. Like they just always want to be like doing quote what's popular at the time. So like right now, not coming for people of color is popular, which is fucked up. But that's like like people. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Like think about all the things people were posting in 2020 that like no one's talking about black people anymore. No, yeah, no one's talking about Asian American hate anymore. Like now we're just back to talking about like here's my product from FabFitFun. You know what I mean? Like people are back into whatever the vibe, mm-hmm. you know, right now, everybody like, this is so fucked up, but it's true. Like, you know, yeah. the movie Coda won for Academy Awards and um, it's a movie about uh, deaf people, like a deaf family and all this stuff and bringing awareness hearing to impaired. hearing impaired. Thank you. I was like, I know there's a better word than what I'm saying, <laughs> um, but like about hearing impaired population. And so like now people are like bringing ASL interpreters to like their red carpets and stuff. It's like, they're going to do that this year. And then next year they're going to forget. And like, people, you when know, it's like, like, you could live this life. Like, uh, my mom is fluent in sign language, but has been for almost 30 or 30 years. Like 
She's fluent in that. She knows how to read Braille. Like, she's always trying to teach us, like, this is how you sign. And she can, like, sing songs and sign, like, I don't know. You know? Like, that type of stuff. Or it's, like, so I grew up knowing, like, okay, like, I, like, to be inclusive of the hearing um, impaired impaired population, the visually blind, like, visually impaired population. Yeah. um, People that are, like, the special education world. Yeah. And not everyone is that way. And I think that that's also like important to point out is like there are more ways of you know like of the that are included in this like category beyond Mm -hmm. color it's you know like anyone of a difference beyond the european well just british just the default to like just of like being able to you know i think that like brings in the conversation of ableism and all those things that we're learning about. So it's just like, you don't need to just cling to something because it's what you're hearing about and, and you're mm-hmm. afraid of being wrong. They actually or... cared about, actually care about it. Like actually take a stance and yeah. care about it forever and not just for a time period. Exactly. And you don't have to be, you don't have to know everything about everyone and be, you know, have a statement on everything either too. No, like, you can just you be don't... supportive. For example, no one needed to have an example about or an opinion about the slap. I've never cared Mm-mm. less. Mm-mm. I've never cared less. And whatever. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if that's wrong, but. No, I don't give slapped. a I saw somebody slap somebody at McDonald's at midnight on New Year's Eve once um, for no reason. It was somebody that had never met each other before. I've seen worse things in my yeah. life and it was awful, but. You know, like... Oh, I've seen worse things. I'm just saying, people slap people yeah. sometimes. And then it's over. Shit happens. Shit happens. And but, uh, don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> on that cheery note... But yeah, so just feeding... House, like, Sierra, <laughs> like just need to hold her accountable and just... Just hold her accountable because it wasn't... It wasn't right. It was the wrong thing to do. And it was to the, how you spend it. And on top of it, it was to the wrong person. Because if the we're going like, to slap, you know, we'll slap the person who talked about his wife. Uh, I know that Danielle stood up to defend Lindsay, but like Sierra didn't need to throw the glass at Danielle if no. she was mad. At and Lindsay. then Sierra was like, "Well, on Watch What Happens Live, she was like, well, it had just been other times that Danielle and Lindsay had excluded me from like invitations and what, what not, what at, not, not. I was the only person not included. And it's like, okay, get that. But you should, like, these were things to address beforehand and or even you know like break the fourth wall and just say it because like that's right um hannah did that with Lindsay. like first of all Lindsay has the history of being an asshole because like again Lindsay unfollowed amanda that one season or cropped her out of pictures or whatever Lindsay, you know didn't invite hannah to some party one you know off season and so if that's what it is like first of all either bring up what you're actually mad about instead of just putting it in the whole austin box um but then it's also like if I if I'm Lindsay, I know right? That means you need to throw the glass, first of all. Right. And if I'm Lindsay and we're not filming and this has nothing to do with our show and this is off camera and off, like on the off season of us filming, I don't have to invite you to shit if I don't fucking like you and deal with it. Okay? Like deal with it. And Lindsay's very much the type of person that's not going to sugarcoat it. She's not going to be like, oh, I didn't invite you. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's like, hey, like, no, I didn't invite you because I didn't fucking want to. And no one owes you that. No one owes you being invited to anything on or off camera. And on the flip side, like, 
have you invited Lindsay to anything? Because then you can just say, well, I didn't invite her because she didn't invite me. It's like, well, someone has to start somewhere. So if you're actually a bigger person. Yeah. If you actually want to engage with someone, it's like, put them into your stuff. You know what I mean? You can't just or say like, Hey, like, listen, like, I know that we're not on the best space in terms, but I do want us to have a better relationship. So can we like agree to, to try or, you know, like, I think people have a hard problem being vulnerable to vulnerable too. Cause all it takes is like, Hey, Lindy, you're not inviting me and everyone else being invited hurt my feelings. And so I just really want to talk to you about like, why we're in this space where you don't feel like I'm close enough to and be invited, even though we work yeah. together. Like, let's talk about this. But people can't do that. Instead, they want to fucking throw wine. And it's like yeah. the world would just be a better place if everyone could just be more vulnerable. Yeah. And as somebody who does not like to be vulnerable, I can admit that I don't, I either make things happen if I want them to happen or um, I don't act a fool if I'm mad about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if I want somebody in my life, like I'm not somebody who, like, again, I'm not like vulnerable and like, love me. But you know, like I, if I like someone like, and want to be friends with them or want to date them or whatever, well, with the dating, I'm not as upfront, but in general, like, I'm like, Hey, let's hang out. Like, let's go do this. Let's, you know, see each other. Like everybody's always like, when I have like housewarming parties or friends giving or whatever, it's like, whoever wants to show up, like, please show up. I'm not going to chase people either, right. but but you can't just like wait around for someone to invite you to the thing. And I get, maybe it's hard, like leave her here. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. The only thing I could think of is like, she's a lot younger. She's like new to the city. Maybe she wants to be like taken under someone's wing. And like, maybe those girls resent Lindsay for being older and not trying to help her help them, you know, like, cause she really doesn't have like a loyal lady vibe. Like, I think the reason she and Danielle clicked is because Danielle is out. Like, Danielle is the person who's like, hey, can I join you? Like, hey, let's go do this. Yeah. She's just, like, more upfront, and it comes with age, too. And so it's just probably – I think it's really, like, that is always, like, what the whole – the young girls and the young, the older girls, like, that distills to is just the age gap. Like, they don't understand that they could all be friends together. Like, they're just like, here's our click and here's your click. Because if you try, you try. Same thing to the older girls, but they just blame the older girls for being older and not including them. Right. But everybody's an adult. Um. Our baby Andrea, I still again like in pictures. I don't like it, but like when he's talking in motion, I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. And like him talking about not seeing his family, obviously hit me in the feels because I've not seen my family for a long. Pandemic. I was like, <laughs> I miss them too. But then I saw them and I was like, oh, why? <laughs> That's how that works. I missed you. Oh. <laughs> I was like, did I? And then, of course, like I'm on the plane home and I'm like crying my eyes out. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm the same with my mom. Like, do I miss you? And then I'm at home and I just want to cuddle up on her, like, please love me. Oh, I don't want that. But <laughs> I do like seeing them sometimes. Um, I just want to cuddle my dog. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> we already know um andrea's a taurus so we know he's delicious mm-hmm. i like taurus men george clooney mm. Mm. the og <laughs> like that's still forever my celebrity crush i think i was he's so like george weak. clooney this year like yeah. he still looks good he's hot as fuck um he can be my sugar daddy any day Oof. and he was civically engaged before it was trendy so he's a real one and again, never forget Batman and Robin. His best film that he never talks about. <laughs> Period. 
Um, I love that like Luke admitted to his messy existence because like you just know the man's like 38 and all yeah. still playing that guitar in the middle of nowhere and he's like yeah there's a lot of women I lost who now have families and I went whoops <laughs> I was just like ah. the cringe all right the cringe because yeah, that's for sure behavior. also Luke and Andrea coming in and they're like what the fuck just happened <laughs> Can you imagine, like, have you ever, I hate when I miss other people's drama. Like, I hate when it's like, oh, I went to the bathroom or like, I went home early, like I went to bed and then, cause we know I love to go to sleep. So I hate when like, I've left something and then like, that's when some crazy shit had yeah. happened. Like that's what the fuck was the Also, can we point out that Craig said that Sierra and Austin were just as official as him and Paige. And I'm like, why are we lying right now? I didn't hear a word Craig said this episode because he looked so fucking nuts in that hat and t-shirt. I was just like... Literally. But I like he, that he was cleaning he up. Like, He's like, the cheese and the... Like, the charcuterie board has been tainted because of the glass. Like, we have to clean all of this up. Let's clean this up. Let's, I'm like, okay, Craig, like, let's... He annoys me so much. Like, remember when he used to just, like, berate Naomi anytime he was mad yeah. at her? I, I can't... And lie about taking his... About passing the bar. <laughs> <sighs> sociopath levels are beyond and then that voice is just like nails on a chalkboard and then Lindsay being sounds like, like in bed oh he probably uses that baby voice that he uses throughout this episode please come home with me you'd have so much fun with my family oh i don't like that also no. Lindsay being like look correct i mean austin told me that he didn't want to be with sierra and he told and he said that he told her that so what the fuck am I supposed to do? And like coming from that perspective, it's like, okay, like A, you're not friends with this girl. B, he says that he's not even with her or told her he doesn't want to be with her. What the fuck are you supposed to expect? Like, yeah, I wanted to fucking make out with him. It was my fucking yeah. birthday. Yeah, it's like, I do know, like we know that Lindsay knows that it's a little wrong. Just yeah. on the, on the, just, the base like yeah again the facts were presented to her and those facts were facts but she also knows that there's the unspoken like yeah she knows how she would feel if she were in that position um you know we see her pop off every day of her life like you know we know that she understands why it's wrong and she's just in like denial um love that a 35 year old was citing her ranking in her high school graduation as if that the 20th out of 600 conversation i was just like that's so embarrassing like i think i told you that um at the wedding i was at a couple weeks ago people kept saying like how do you know the bride and i was like oh, i went to college with her and i just said to college and people were like oh did you go to and then like make a moment and i'm just like wow no one has cared where i went to college for about 10 years buddy including myself like right it's just so tacky and weird and so like when she's like citing her rankings of high school graduation i'm like all right rotc like let's get it <laughs> right that and i'm just like okay, okay they must girl. have been i think i think the reason amanda made that comment of like this is why we don't drink red wine i think one i think you know how people just react differently to different alcohols like it must have got them sauced because then they went out and they came home and they were ripped like Lindsay was just slurring everywhere before she left and when she came home and then like Craig was another mess. Um, and Amanda just fell asleep like sideways on the bed. Kyle asking Kyle <laughs> Luke to stretch him. And Luke is like, don't fart. No, I mean it. Don't 
bar. <laughs> that was like one of the most reliable moments. <laughs> or like really ever when you're like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking fart because I'm stretching you right now. And if you fart, it's over. Like I'm slapping you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like my dad thought that I was his son for like eight years. So there was a lot of those situations and like a lot of like, what's the thing when they put you in the he- headlock? A lot of wrestling. Yeah. yeah, I've had I have a lot of those moments, and then I have moments of my dad paying me to cut his toenails. <laughs> what? I won't say a few other things because my me and my dad were pretty close, and my mom would tell him like that's not like nothing ever like wrong. But my mom no, would tell I him know. like my that's dad and I are very close like too. that's not appropriate. Like you can't do that because she can speak and she could say that to someone and someone would think otherwise, and it would hurt my dad's feelings. Like, wait, but like she's my best friend. She's my we, little girl. My mom like, yeah, same. I get it, but you can't do that. We're the same because my dad and I are very close, and sometimes I'm like, other people would think something's going wrong. Yeah, or like my dad loves to hug people, so like. Um, he will just like hug everybody and be like, oh, my adopted child and stuff like with all my friends and everything. And I'm like, I promise he's not a predator. <laughs> he's just like, he's from Minnesota. <laughs> I come home and I'm like sitting with my dad this weekend. I'm, I'm like sitting with my dad. We're talking about like sports or something. And he's like, hold on, let me just take a picture of you. And I'm like, he's like, I got to take a picture of you while you're here. And I'm, it's not a picture of the two of us together. It's literally me like looking like a bum. And I'm like, okay. Thumbs up. <laughs> Okay, daddy. <laughs> I probably look ugly, but he's like, like no, you're beautiful. You're my beautiful girl. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, those are how, that's how dads oh, are. Sappy. I can't. Like we used, like my dad used to insist when I was little, like we'd call him big daddy. And I'm like, no, that's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, someone would be like, yeah, no, like you can't. They'd be that. like, oh, so that's like someone who pays for your rent. Right. I even like, so I first named my parents a lot. And um, I was like looking at my posts, looking for something on Instagram. And I realized I just wrote like, happy birthday, Colin. And I was like, and I was like, best girl dad. And I was like, do people think this is my <laughs> partner? <laughs> He's my dad, y'all. <laughs> I swear, when we lived in California, because it's California. Um, and like we had moved into a new house my mom was at work and my dad and I were like clean, like doing this project he loves a quote dad daughter project um aka like my labor and so <laughs> we would always be like fixing things in all the houses we lived so we were like painting our garage floor at our new house and then we're like taking a break sitting on the driveway and this older gentleman who became an unfortunate neighbor friend of ours ugh, don't miss him he was like oh are you vicky and i was like sure not <laughs> i'm his daughter but the thing is you look just literally, like literally i was 24 <laughs> but you are like a spitting image of your dad like that if, too if Which people look like, at your face it's confusing. like you look just like, like obviously a female pretty version of your dad yeah yeah but like but mine's your eyebrows and like your thick hair like you look yeah. just like your dad yeah <laughs> it's like it's it's like it's literally like that's how i knew something was wrong with this gentleman when we first met him (laughs) he became a part of our lives for like five years he also once asked me if i was born before 1962 so there's like a lot after knowing i was their daughter 
Yes. Okay, there's something wrong with him. I'm leaving him nameless because, you know. He doesn't deserve one. He doesn't deserve a name. I'm sure he doesn't know what a podcast is, but I don't want him to find out. And he doesn't know, he doesn't deserve a name, so. (laughs) He really, he really doesn't. Um, Shout out to him. (laughs) Um, So then Saturday, they have on Summer House, we're back to the show and not my personal (laughs) life. (laughs) Sorry that my life is cringe and I have to share every bit of it. Um, we have like Sierra come, I think it was smart that they waited till the next day to talk because you never want to yeah. talk while you're still ramped up. I'm somebody I cannot, like, if I'm having a like kind of confrontational conversation, whether it's like personal or professional, I cannot talk off the cuff. Like I have to literally handwrite like mm-hmm. quotes that I want to make because if not, I will get sidetracked. Right. And so I like that they waited till the next day. I like that Sierra was the one who came to reach out to Danielle. And I thought that they had like, you know, again, they didn't really deep dive, and I don't think either of them are ready to because, like we said, the issue is clearly something beyond that night and the Austin bit. It was like she had something built up with them from before that came out. So I thought it was like nice. And they did, you know, my favorite thing about Summer House is like the commitment to a theme and an event. Like, I just wish my friends could get their shit together like that. Like, I'm always trying to make this shit happen. And they're like, Ruby, stop. And I'm like, don't we want to wear wigs and scream? And they're like, no. Like, All right. Well, I'm going to wear a wig and scream and y'all can look ugly. <laughs> Although one time somebody did appease me. They were like, okay, pull out the wigs. I was like, yes. I have like four. I know. I will appease if someone else has a wig. But as for me having my own collection, I have enough things. I mean, mine aren't like wigs for, you know, proper use. <laughs> they're like whenever I'm having a meltdown and I need to you're, they're like, your Kyle wigs they're your like I need they're to literally my Kyle wigs it's like I have a hot pink like bob with a blunt bang or what's that, that guy from below deck down under his wig oh Culver yes <laughs> I want to say Kyle though because Kyle and I are much more similar like the whole work hard play hard and when he's like just doing Johnny June has crashed into the building with his chaotic Aries energy. Hi. Pia Chanks. He came with the groceries. Yas. the bacon. How did you spend $81? And they voided one thing. Guess what I got? Nothing He literally, okay, let, let me just break this down right now. Grocery haul, hashtag grocery haul. No, he literally got two packs of 40 fruit snacks. Only one is 40 fruit snacks. Oh, one is 40, one is 22. Mm. Fruit snacks? said 22. Well, it's just fruit snacks. Mind you, I just bought him one yesterday. He's an addict. He bought, so I just bought him the regular pack of Welsh's fruit snacks yesterday. He bought these two today, 140, 122. Then he also bought some trolley's fruit, like, I mean, I love uh, an entire 28 ounce. Okay. I love trolley. Also trolley. bought. Oh, like, those are my shit. Bunch of crunch. Oh, not that. No, no. Cheese it. Dr. No, Pepper. Get away from me. Dr. Like, Pepper. Is John a member of like the Space Jam, like Looney Tunes crew? Is he a member <laughs> of the I'm gonna die from high The Ranch? Ranch. Stop. Okay, the, the ranch I can get with. Okay. The hidden Tell him I approve of the sour gummies and the flips and the ranch. Yeah, I'm a trolley girl, but like he literally is just like he's the reason why I'm overweight. 
He likes it like that. It's fine. I know he does. Okay. Well, do me a favor and take the stuff out the freezer. That that's literally like what my groceries used to be like when I first lived alone and didn't know how to care for myself. Okay. See, like, when you first lived before. alone and didn't know how to care for yourself. AK at age 28, because that was the first time I lived alone. 51, 95. He is so proud of himself. First spending $50 on nothing of substance. Come on, accomplishments. $50 on nothing of substance. Absolutely nothing. I thought he had said nothing but substance the first time. And then when you started showing me everything, I was like, this is a disaster. <laughs> this is like when you give a little kid $50 and you're like, go to the grocery store, buy some food. And they come back. And it's like, Snickers forever! <laughs> they come back with this and it's like, what the fuck? What did you do? Well, and I did the real grocery shopping yesterday. And so... And this is the fuck. I did the real grocery shopping yesterday and bought things of substance. And so this is... Okay, anyway, let's get back to, back to my wigs. <laughs> okay, so I have the pink bob, which I got for actually Justin's birthday. We went to Vegas to see Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah, I remember. Like, let's each wear a wig. And I remember these older women want, like stopped us when we were walking to our seats and were like, can we take a picture with you? You look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> sure, thanks for saying that. <laughs> And so that used to be like my vibes wig at the beginning of the pandemic when we do Zoom happy hours. I was always like, time for the wig, time for the wig. And then mid 2020, when like shit was too real because of work, I was like, I just want to bleach my hair. I just want to bleach my hair. And everybody was like, oh, intermission because there's nothing but substance. <laughs> um, I just kept saying like I was gonna bleach my hair. I was listening to like the entire Britney Spears discography on a loop, like just shaking. And everyone's like, "Don't do that." So then I went on Amazon and I ordered like a blonde wig, like a platinum blonde wig. And actually, the color does look good on me, but it's good that I'm not damaging my hair because it looks good yeah. with like the brow mm -hmm. contrast. And then while I was shopping and adding that wig to my cart, there was an option for the same wig, but in like a tricolor pastel very like Katy perry teenage dream and so then i got that one too for fun i love it so let your wig flag fly like depending on who she wants to be that night you know there's options but i, I don't take it. good care of them at all so they're all <laughs> kind of raggedy looking when i pull them out of the net <laughs> just takes a comb okay kenya more hair care kenya <laughs> more hair care <laughs> Ruby, Ruby, hair care. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else to say about this episode minus Amanda asking Craig? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they did the volleyball, which was very cute. The 80s, 90s. I loved that the younger crowd, because they were like, oh, we know they're going to do something annoying, like a matching T-shirt. So let's just all dress up as like them as the characters. I thought that was like a really good idea where like Paige dressed up as, I think it was Luke. Like I loved how they each did, they dressed up as one of the older Same, people. But no one dressed up as Danielle. So that offended me because Amanda was dressed up as Kyle and so was Maya, but she was Kyle with the sty. <laughs> that was fucked up, but hilarious. That was hilarious. Andre, of course was Lindsay, Sarah was Carl, Paige was Luke, but no one was Danielle. So I'm like. Yeah, that was a little shady. 
That was a little moment. Maybe it was just harder to like make fun of her. So maybe that's a compliment to her that she doesn't look like a fucking clown all the time. So maybe that's what that was. Intermission while Johnny June rustles and rustles all his plastic bags from the grocery store. Bunch of crunch for all. (laughs) Also, I loved the volleyball game because it gave me, it reminded me of like, did you ever see that season of Saved by the Bell where they worked at the hotel? I was like, oh my God. Like Zach Attack, I need that. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just very in a moment there where I just like wanted to just watch Saved by the Bell over and over no, again. No, for sure. But it's a hard rewatch because those early seasons with Miss Bliss Oof. are not good. Um, but yeah, uh, I noticed that Carl's back on his bullshit because when Kyle asked him about Mackenzie, he was like flailing and you know blaming it on the sobriety. But this mm-hmm. is what Carl does. He like always just convinced the girl is the dream girl until he actually has to talk to them for more than an hour and, and then he's, he's like oh well oh, no, nothing's changed um, um and i mean fair to focus on the sobriety but just it's the same pattern where he always mm-hmm. just, like, like identifies a girl and thinks that like puts her on a pedestal and then when she's a human he like has a meltdown about it yeah for sure. um and then yeah craig and craig and amanda approaches craig because like she knows that Paige is nervous about the whole like going to meet the parents because to girls meeting somebody's parents is a lot more than what Craig thinks it's going to be. And so um, Craig did this line that he was always saying on Southern charm also, which is like just so extreme and dramatic, even though it's technically true where he was like, there's two outcomes. You either get married or break up. And it's like, calm down urgency. Like we don't need all of that. And so you can't be saying those outcomes to girls, like especially girls like Amanda and Paige because they get so giddy. And so of course it was like, oh my God, he might be able to marry you. Like, cause he said whatever, like, oh, I wouldn't like pursue her if I couldn't see myself going to the altar with her. And then that's just such a like love bomby extreme comment. But I'm also like, you know, when, when we're older, right? Like we normally date like with the hopes of the person maybe working out to the point of marriage. Yeah. Like no one is dating or most people besides Austin are dating in their thirties with the, just to date, you know, no one's dating in their thirties just to date. We're all dating with the hopes of like this person is someone that I could ideally be with in the future. So I think that like it, it isn't necessarily for me love bombing, like a man, like a man or Craig love bombing. But I think it is a twist that, that like, hmm, okay, like, I can't handle any, like, all I hear is, like, you want to marry Paige. It's just weird, because I agree with you about, like, when we're in this age group, most people, like, date for that intent. But it's, like, then why is he so hesitant at calling it something? Yeah. If he has that, do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, why won't you just say it is what it is before you bring her to meet your parents if you already quote have that picture in mind because there are sometimes like people who are just dating around to have fun and getting to know someone or like you like we were talking about the like gary daisy gabby thing is like you might see someone they're attractive they're fun there's nothing wrong with them um but you're just like having fun with them to pass time and so like yeah, he hasn't sure. made it clear enough to Paige that this is more than just to pass time. Mm-hmm. So, while she understand. statement is true, it just is like sending mixed messages. And that's what happens when you date an Aquarius, which is what Craig is. So he's a little nightmare of a person. For sure. Um, 
yeah and then danielle called out Lindsay really quickly about like but did you enjoy like fucking with mm-hmm. sierra like they got they did their aside and then they like went back to the house because a hurricane is coming so basically like they got washed out um sierra and Lindsay had their chat and like Lindsay's just a worrisome person because like when she told Sierra, like, we've always had a thing and it's like made our other like partners insecure and jealous before. I was like, that's not healthy that's though. Not healthy. No, not at all. Because like, why are you counting on a, an amorphous thing when you've had actual partners who care about you? And then she like, admitting like, but I do like Austin and I'm trying to navigate what that means. It's like truthful. And I'm like, okay, well, at least you're telling truth. Mm-hmm. And then Sierra just being like, okay, well, I'm just going to back off. Like, yeah. I'm not caring anymore. And not the swig of rosé to move forward. Like, we both have to take a swig of rosé. I was like, y'all are still in a yes. pandemic at that time. Like, because that was still mid-2021 when Miss Delta yeah. was coming back. And I got hit with Miss Delta, so that's not a joke. Yeah. No. Don't like that. So, yeah. And then we did the little, like, this was the end of the episode where they did more in depth of the week. I really liked that. I hope it's sincere, not just for like a story on the show that like Sierra's actually trying to get back into nursing, even if it's part time, right. because I think that just like adds a lot of depth to someone and she has a career that not everybody else has. So it just like makes it stand out a little bit more. And then I love when Carl's mom came to visit um, and like they kind of put him in check again too with like, stop messing around with people if you're not interested in them because he does that a lot. Mm-hmm. Carl, another Aquarius their mess and then um i also like appreciated that he was really honest that he wasn't just like drunk all the time but he was also on drugs a lot right people who see people on drugs like we know what that looks like so we're not idiots but other people might just think huh why are they acting so funny it's like yeah that's called cocaine (laughs) like or adderall or yeah well he he said coke on the like in his interview too yeah so that's fair and so and i mean that's why they were like not with him like that's why they were so against hannah and i don't blame them as like whatever they choose to do and what they choose to share is like their business and so for her to like flagrantly you know just like or not flagrantly what's the word when it's like without care just you know um flippantly talk on podcasts about what people were doing with their personal time it's like "Mm, that's not okay at all Mm -hmm. and then we end with the therapy scene about the prenup and we all know this Kyle wants a prenup to protect himself in case of divorce. And Amanda doesn't want a prenup to protect herself in case of divorce. Like that's. But what they're missing, what Amanda's missing is like the prenup could be structured so that you're still getting something, but it's an assurance for both of you. And you both have lawyers that are protecting your best interests. And so, no, your lawyer is not is not going to advise you to sign something that is only protecting his best interests. And his lawyer is not going to let him sign something that's only protecting yours. Like, it isn't a mutual mm-hmm. agreement. It's like insurance. I, 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 but I, I understand that, like, the traditional background of most people is like, I don't even know what that means. To me, that means, like, oh, you're preparing for divorce. And it's like, no. It's like a, like car insurance. No, you hope that you don't get into a car accident, but if you do, you have insurance so that you don't have to pay out the wooza for and it. It's like it's she's not some naive dumb baby. Like she knows exactly what's happening. And she's like in a she like lives like even with her family and stuff in like an upper class like upper middle class 
like ranking where she knows that this is like a normal thing and is acceptable yeah. so the fact that she's trying to make it a sentimental thing is just weird and the fact that it's like well you guys so easily gave kyle a marriage a wedding contract of yes, like if we don't hard. get married then he has to pay for everything like but what about this like why isn't it viewed the same way why is it sexist in that way of like well we can do this or not even sexist but like why is double it standard. hypocritical double standard. double standard like okay well we can do this but not this it's like what the fuck and then it's also like y'all have bro y'all been in therapy for three years and y'all still talk to each other this way <laughs> Woo. yeah interesting yeah I'm really excited for the chaos next week. I think that shit is going to be insane. Yeah. It's like, I think it's kind of like a joint bachelor, bachelorette party. Like, I think they go wine tasting. Anytime a party bus is involved, I'm excited because that means people let their guards down because they know mm -hmm. that they can be loose and drink it up. And like, I'm excited for like Kyle versus Amanda and Paige versus Andrea and everybody just turning on each other. Yeah. I love betrayal on television. <laughs> Not in real life. Don't betray me. I'll become your worst enemy. Right. But well, guys, that's our show. That is it. If you would like, we are on two social media platforms. That is Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at at pop of color pod. That is at pop of color pod. Any closing remarks? Roopster? Um, you know, just live free. Be your best self. Shine bright. Shine far. Don't be shy, be a star. Yes, thank you. Where you live, where you are, be a star. Yeah. I think that was from Gandhi. AKA <laughs> <laughs> <The K> Tire Banks. <laughs> think... Critically acclaimed Academy Award winning film at Okay. And I think one to that note, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Toodles, poodles. <laughs>